There's one place that you should praise God, and that's wherever you may find yourself. And now for Psalms 103, Part 1. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful joy and delight to have you to tune in and join us. Well, we'd like to share just a little humor. A woman shoots her husband for stepping on the clean floor. And a police officer, he jumps into his squad car and calls the station. He said, I have an interesting case here, he says. A woman shot her husband for stepping on the floor that she had just mopped. Have you arrested her? Asked the sergeant. No, not yet. The floor is still wet. <laughs> Clayton liked that one. He liked <laughs> And Latanya, she liked <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I want to share something that's kind of been on my heart. This is, I just want to share, I guess, a series on Psalms 103. Psalms 103, we completed our last series, Godly Habits for a Successful Life. Had a wonderful time. We had fun. Did we have fun? We had fun in that series. Had fun in that series. And so I just want to share on Psalms 103. Psalms 103 had been on my heart. There are several psalms that are what you would consider to be classics. And, you know, I can name them off, but there are certain psalms that are classic. Now, there are about 150 books or chapters in psalms, but there are a handful that are considered classics. That would be Psalms 1. Psalms 1 is a classic. Of course, Psalms 23 is a classic, Psalms 34 is a classic, Psalms 37 is a classic. Some would say that Psalm 90 is a classic. Of course, Psalms 91 is a big classic. (laughs) Psalms 91 is a big classic. Then you have Psalms 107. Psalms 107 is is a classic. Then where we are going to park is Psalms 103. Psalms 103 is one of the major classical psalms, classical chapters in the book of Psalms. Psalms 103. Psalms 103 is one of those psalms that you live out of. It's one of those psalms that you feed out of. These are not simply ancient poetry. This is not just ancient poetical writings, no The book of Psalms is a powerful book for living. It's a powerful book for living. I try to read a few Psalms, a few chapters in Psalms every day. And uh, when I finish, I just start right back over. Just I'm always going through the book of Psalms. It was Israel's praise and worship manual. Some powerful truths and nuggets for living in the book of Psalms. And so I just want to park for the next few sessions on Psalms 103, Psalms 103, and we'll just take our time and I'll teach down through certain sections of it. 
But I love Psalms 103, verse 1 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. The psalmist here, he's actually speaking to himself. And I love that because he's taking control of his mind, his will, and his emotions. And he's telling them what to do. He's stirring himself up to praise God. And it lets us know that sometimes you have to speak to yourself instead of listen to yourself. Especially when there's a negative voice on the inside of you trying to discourage you and trying to depress you, trying to defeat you. Don't listen to that. Instead, speak to yourself instead of listening to yourself. You have to learn to speak. So David did that. So David says, so bless the Lord. And I don't know what was going on in his life, but I can tell he took charge and he commanded his senses. Soul, mind, spirit, will, emotions, bless the Lord. And so he took charge and lets us know that you can take charge. You can stir yourself up. He stirred himself up to praise God. He stirred himself up. David encouraged himself. He didn't wait for anyone else to encourage him. Isn't that wonderful that you can talk to yourself, man? Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. You got to say, hey, look, it's going to be all right. We're going to make it. We're going to make it through this. You know, there are some good things ahead of us. You can do it. We're going to be all right. You know, just get up and put one foot in front of the other. Just believe God's grace is with you. Believe his blessing is on you. Believe you're a child of God. You can do it. You can make it. Don't give up now. Don't give up now. The future is bright if you just hang in there. Just hang in there. God has something good for you. And so sometimes we got to remind ourselves. So don't allow negative voices to speak to you and get you down and defeated and depressed. No, you take control. And so that's what David did. He said, man, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, mind, will, emotion, bless the Lord. Stand to attention. We're about to praise God here. He took control of himself. He encouraged himself. He encouraged himself. He didn't wait on the pastor to encourage him. He didn't wait on church members to encourage him. He didn't wait on the choir to encourage him. He encouraged himself. He encouraged himself. And so you can talk to yourself. You can talk to yourself. Encourage yourself. Talk to yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. I love that. He teaches us a powerful lesson there that we have a choice. We always have a choice. You can complain and remain or you can praise and be raised. Someone said this, and I thought it was good, so I wrote it down. They said, don't let life affect your praise. Let praise affect your life. And so you overcome the situations of life with praise. That's not the time to give up your praise. No, that's the time to turn it up. You turn it up. You turn your praise up. Praise affects your life. Praise affects your life. Praise means to speak well of God, means to speak well of God with exuberance and with enthusiasm. God doesn't want any droopy people, you know, just drooping along to him. No, he wants somebody who's excited with exuberance and enthusiasm. That's how you praise God. (laughs) He don't want you just dragging in his hand. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you know, no, don't just drag in here drooping. No, man, have some enthusiasm. Have some enthusiasm about yourself. And with exuberance and enthusiasm. Man, Catherine leads worship with enthusiasm, with exuberance. 
She just worships. Oh, man. So praise means to speak well of God with exuberance and enthusiasm. Also means with affection and gratitude, which means you're loving him and you're so grateful for him. You're loving him and you're so grateful for him. You're loving him and you're so grateful for him. And notice the focus is really on who God is. The focus is on who God is. Bless the Lord. Notice that. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. So the focus is on God, on who he is, his person, his person, the essence of who he is, his qualities, extolling his greatness. So the focus is always on God and who he is. Extolling him. I mean, you think about God, you have to extol him for his goodness. And you have yeah. to say, you know, you worship him for his goodness and yeah. for his faithfulness. Yeah. Because he's righteous, because he's holy, yeah. because he's just, because he's perfect, yeah. because he's all powerful and all knowing, all present and all wise. Yeah. That's his omnipotent and his omniscience yeah. and his omnipresence. He's kind, he's gracious, he's loving. And so our praise and worship is always focusing on who he is. It's rejoicing in him, taking pleasure in him and delighting in him and realizing his greatness. Here are a few scriptures, some of the things that the scriptures say about God's greatness. The Bible says that his ways are past finding out. His ways are past finding out. I love this says his greatness is unsearchable. There is no searching of his understanding. Here's one you might be familiar with. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And so his greatness is unsearchable. And so all of these things are beyond us. His ways are past finding out. His greatness is unsearchable. There's no searching of his understanding. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Yet, with all of that, he reveals them to us by his word. He reveals them to us by his spirit. He shows us his secret. He reveals his secrets to us. See, he shows us his covenant. So his ways are past finding out. His greatness is unsearchable. There's no searching of his understanding. Ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are higher than ours. So the only way we're going to know it, he has to show it to us. He has to give it to us. He has to reveal it to us. So you really can't understand God. He has to show you himself. He reveals himself. He reveals himself. I love that Moses got to a point. He said, God, show me your glory. He's like, God, reveal yourself to me. I got to see you. I got to know you. And when God showed up, the Bible says now, Israel knew his acts, but Moses knew his ways. Now think about this, his ways are past finding out, which means God had to reveal it to him. So when God showed up, God showed up revealing his ways to Moses. You know what God says? He said, I am merciful. I am gracious. I am forgiving and kind and loving. Those are the ways of God. So God began to show himself to Moses and began to declare who he was. And that's how God described himself. This is who I am. I'm merciful. I'm gracious. I'm kind. I'm loving. I'm forgiving. And this is how he began to reveal his heart to Moses and began to show Moses who he was. And he hid Moses in the cleft of a rock. 
He let all of his goodness pass by Moses. That's who God is. He let the essence of who he is show up and begin declaring who he is. And so that's who God is. And so God shows us. God teaches us. God reveals to us who he is. God taught me for a long time. God taught me who he was. Through the scriptures, he taught me that he was merciful, taught me that he was kind. He taught me that he was good. He taught me that he was gracious. I never set out to grasp that. But as I read through the Bible, I saw it in every book. It was a thread in every book of the Bible. His grace, his mercy, his goodness, his kindness. It runs in every book of the Bible. It's a thread of it in every book of the Bible. Even in the books where God destroys and he judges and the fiery judgment falls, you'll find there That God can't stay in that position long. And the Bible says God forgave them. God heard them. God was merciful to them. God can't be angry long because it's so against who he really is. It grieves him. It grieves him to have to judge. It grieves him to have to have fiery indignation. It grieved him to have to have wrath. And so because that's really not who he is. So even in all of those instances where that would happen, you would always find God would always go back and pick him up. He would always go back and pick him up and restore them back to himself. He can't help it. That's who he is. He, that's who he is. That's who he is. That's who our God is. That's who our God is. So God, he always reveals himself. He always re- reveals himself to us. And so praise extols who God is. It extols his greatness. And it gives us confidence in God's ability to be greater than any problem. Reminds us of his unlimited resources. Man, when we praise him and worship him, reminds us of his unlimited resources. It's who he is. It's who he is. It's who he is. Someone was sharing with me last week that their air conditioning had gone out at home and they didn't know what they were going to do. And I simply reminded them who God is. I said, if God can't fix your air conditioner, We're serving a very limited God. I said, if he can't get your air conditioning fixed, we are serving a very limited God. His resources are unlimited. He is unlimited. And it's our praise that extols his greatness. And it restores and assures our confidence in him when we praise him for his greatness. When we praise him for who he is. When we realize who God is in our lives. Praise brings God's presence. It's the remedy for times whenever you feel depressed, whenever you feel lonely, whenever you feel deserted. Praise. It's the remedy for that. God inhabits the praises of his people. Psalms 22 verse 3. Inhabit means to sit down, to settle, even means to marry. God is joined with us when we praise him. His presence abides with us. Praise brings God's delivering power. Praise brings healing virtue. Praise gives God the opportunity to intervene in our circumstances. There's one place that you should praise God, and that's wherever you may find yourself. There's one time you should praise God, and that's at all times. And so I just love that opening exaltation of praise that the psalmist calls us to in Psalms 103. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. All that is within me. I love this. One translation says, 
from my head to my toe, from all that is within me. One translation says, speaking of the whole heart, where you're blessing him with your whole heart, with all that's in you, man, from your head to your toe, where you're giving God everything, where all of you wants all of him, all that you are. You're blessing God with all that you are wholeheartedly. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that's within me, from my head to my toe, with my whole heart. Father, I praise you. Father, I rejoice in you. Father, I love you. And then it goes on to say, bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. I hear Clayton saying that all the time on the front row because I guess he sits on the front row. I can hear that. You hear him all the time. He'll say, bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. I don't know if Clayton even realized that that was Psalms 103 verse 1, what he was saying. He said, no, ma'am, he was already blessing his holy name intuitively. He was like the psalmist. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. The angels in heaven throughout all eternity, they're saying, bless his holy name. 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 There's something interesting when you study blessing his holy name. In the original Hebrew, in the ancient text and in the ancient time, they didn't even consider themselves worthy to say the name of God. So they really weren't allowed to say it because they revered the holiness of it and it put them in such a position of reverence. They wouldn't even call his name. That's how much they revered it. Bless his holy name. In the Hebrew, the way they spell the name of God, Yahweh, but in the Hebrew, the Hebrew scholars, when they write Yahweh, they don't include the vowels. They only write the consonants. So they only write Y-H-W-H. And it's the sound, when you say it, it's the sound of breath. And so the name of God, the name of God, I want you to get this, but the name of God, this is by quite a few Hebrew scholars have come up with this. The name of God is literally in every breath. If you breathe slowly through your mouth, if you breathe slowly through your mouth, when you inhale, when you inhale and exhale slowly through your mouth, you're literally saying, Yahweh. Every time you breathe in, you're saying, Yahweh. His name is literally in our breath. Every breath you take, you're praising his name. You're praising his name. You're praising his name. When a baby is born, they take their first breath. They're praising his name. They're praising his name. One writer wrote this, and I thought it was so cool. He said, I find it fascinating and sad that many profess with the words of their mouth that there is no God. How wrong they are. Even as they say it with their words, they are breathing his name. No wonder Psalms 150 verse 6 says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Every time you breathe, you're breathing his name. 
I had intuitively begun, I did this years ago, I began to say, Father, and this is before I knew that. I never knew that about the Hebrew name of God. But long before I knew the Hebrew name for God, I had begun to say, you're every breath I take. You're my heartbeat. You're every breath I take. I didn't even know why I was saying that, but I, intuitively, I guess the Holy Spirit was leading me to say, you're my heartbeat. You're every breath I take. I didn't even know his name was being breathed. Every time I breathed, I was saying, Yahweh. You can hear it. When you get home by yourself, try it. Open your mouth. You have to breathe in slowly. It's like, Yahweh. You're saying Yahweh every time you breathe. (laughs) Oh, man, isn't that awesome, man? That got me so excited when I saw that. Oh, wow. If you remember, we had a worship couple who were here years ago, did a revival, and they taught us that little song, Yad, Hey, Vav, Hey. That was the name of God in Hebrew. Yahweh. That was Yahweh, but they broke it up into these syllables. But it's Yad, Hey, Vav, Hey. Yahweh is the breath. It's the breath of God. He breathed into Adam. Adam became a living soul. Put his name in Adam. Every breath, Yahweh. Bless his holy name. It gives a new meaning to bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Praise God. Bless his holy name. Praise God. I'm going to stop right there. I just wanted to give an introduction. Did we just do verse one? I think that's just verse one. (laughs) Oh, man, it is so good. Psalms 103 is so good. Man, it's a powerful psalm. It's one of the psalms I keep in my arsenal. And so I'm excited to share it. Excited to share it and allow God to share some wonderful things, some new things, allow the Holy Spirit to teach us and speak to us. Man, as we worship him, as we praise him, bless the Lord, oh my soul, all that's within me, bless his holy name, bless his holy name, bless his holy name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Why don't you stand there? Let's worship. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Man, is there ever a time in the world, ever a time in history where we need God's presence, his life, and his vibrancy in our lives? It's now. And David reminds us to bless him. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. All that's within me, bless his holy name. And it's one of the reasons... David became the greatest king ever is because of his worship. He was a worshiper. He wasn't ashamed to worship. He wasn't ashamed to praise. He praised God with all of his heart. Worship God with all of his heart. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. He's holy and he's righteous and he's faithful and he's just. He's merciful and he's kind and he's gracious. He's God all by himself. And he chooses to love you. He chooses to bless you. He chooses to call you his own. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that's within me. Bless his holy name. 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 name. 
Clayton has had this key a long time. We're just catching up to Clayton. <laughs> We're just catching up to Clayton. Clayton, he's been saying that a long time. Oh, man. But that's an internal praise. It's an internal praise. And he didn't even know it. He was doing it intuitively. The Holy Spirit was teaching them. Bless his holy name. 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 He's holy. 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 He's righteous. We bless his holy name. We'll just praise for a moment. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 The Lord takes pleasure in the praise of his people. He delights in you, delighting in him. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And all that's within me, bless his holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's holy. We just worship him. Worship him. No matter what you're going through in life, he's always worthy. He's always holy. He's always righteous. He's always faithful. He's always with you. Just enjoy him another moment. Oh, we just delight in him. We just delight in him. Oh, we delight in him. Let him love you. Let him just wrap his arms around you. Just take a moment to just love on him. Oh, if you only realize how much he loves you, nothing gives his heart more pleasure than spending time with you, you and him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let his peace fill you right now. Let his presence fill you right now. Let his love fill you right now. Let his grace fill you right now. Let his healing operate in your body right now, in your mind right now. Behold the King. We behold the King. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Praise God. Amen. Isn't it wonderful to just love on Him and allow Him to love on you? 
And you don't have to stop when you leave here, man. Let it continue in your car. Let it continue when you get home. Let it continue every day. How much we miss out on. But we don't get an opportunity to take time in his presence. I love on him. I can just imagine God saying, oh, wow. You're so busy going your own way and doing your own thing. You would just come and be with me. You just come be with me. God. Amen. Man, it's so good. I don't even want to leave. (laughs) Oh, man. God is so good. God is so good. Oh, man. Wouldn't it be something, you know, back in the day, you used to leave church complaining because church service would be so long. Wouldn't it be a new day we left out saying, man, church is just too short. Hate to leave. Why do we have to leave? (laughs) Oh, man, that's wonderful. (laughs) Those of you who are watching us by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this entire series on Psalms 103, absolutely free of charge. And you can also email it to a friend. But thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part one of the message titled Psalms 103 by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7953. That's 7953. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7953 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to iwanttogive.com. That's iwanttogive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because brother you need the word. Oh,